St. George's number one station with Washington County's top talk show. The Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890, 92.5 KDXU. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm Andy. Thanks for tuning in today. It is Mayor Thursday on the Andy Griffin Show. We have Mayor Chris Staley from Washington City here. Mayor, thank you for coming. You're looking sharp today. You got the the brown suit, but but no tie. So you're kind of I don't know formal casual, yeah, a hybrid thing. So brown is back, right? So. Brown is back. That's right. Goes good with your hair. You don't, <laughs> don't have too much gray in there yet. It's coming. Not like I do. My daughter's primarily. I went. We went out to dinner. My birthday was last Wednesday. Went out to dinner, and I asked uh, the waitress. And I know waitresses get this all the time. I guess my age, and she didn't want to. I'm like, I won't be mad. Whatever you guess, high or low, I don't. I won't be mad. She said, "61." I'm 57, Chris. That that hurt a little. Ugh. It used to be every time I'd have a birthday and they guess they'd come in really low. Like um, I'm, I even last year at 56, they said, "Oh, you're probably 45." Or so, but uh, this year well, it must just, be the white beard. You just, just had a birthday a week or two ago. Yeah, last Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fifty-seven. So, anyway, uh, we also welcome Brian uh, Brown in with us. Brian, how you doing, man? Good morning. Yeah, thanks for coming on today. Appreciate it. Brian is the finance director for Washington City. Uh, we'll talk to Brian in a minute about uh, what that is, and we'll also get to get to know him a little bit. But uh, Mayor, anything uh, pressing? Anything big happening in Washington City? We need to be aware of right off the bat. No, thank heavens. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) that's good. I mean, a a lot of good things are in the works and and nothing happens too fast in in government. But we're we're plugging along. Had a great meeting last night. Just, you know, we're we're doing the public's business and and doing things that just improve their quality of life and improving the community. So what was what was the tone of the meeting last night? Was it a pretty upbeat meeting? Were there people there unhappy about stuff? How how was the the, uh, council meeting? No, the meeting was was great. you know, we, we had a council retreat. We do that annually, and, and um, the, the, about a year ago, the council wanted to, um, you know, make some concerted efforts to improve the look and just the aesthetic feel of Telegraph Street mm-hmm. and Washington Fields Road. So one of their priorities was to um, add additional sidewalk on Telegraph. So they're from 300 East out to the Washington Parkway. Okay. And so... Um, and also there are some areas in the Washington fields uh, down around Nichols Peak, down towards Merrill Road and things. Mm-hmm. So, so staff took that feedback and, and ultimately uh, awarded a bid of $788,000 and change to, um, to not only add sidewalks from 300 East to Washington Parkway on Telegraph, fill in a lot of those gaps along Washington Fields Road, but also to add five Sun tran- Transit stops along Telegraph. Really? So that's just really improving you know, those main thoroughfares, north and south, east and west in our city. So so that's cool. We're, we're just taking pride in our city. We lived uh, in Hobble Creek in the past, and our church was that one on Telegraph. And so uh, to walk to church was, you know, it was a little bit, Yeah, you had to find the sidewalks and kind of jump around and get, so that'll be good to see that, that improvement from 300 East on, on out there. Um, Big project, though. Yeah, it's a big project, and you know we were, ha- you know, obviously seven hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars is a lot of money. But what mm-hmm. we were pleased about is uh, the engineer's estimate was over nine hundred thousand. So, so we felt good about that. And then um, in that area, that's just a, a that prime spot. 
um, next to the Family Dollar, we've got a, a new little uh, car dealership coming in. So Hamilton really? Motors is coming in there, is right across from that church, right, right by the car wash there, and, yes. and all that. Okay. Yes, and and it's 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 a nice uh, type of uh, used car dealership. But as I understand, it's, it's they buy like the two or three year old uh, lease buybacks, you know, hmm. nice brands, and kind of move those. So that'll really it'll not only improve kind of the look of that section of Telegraph, but it'll also help with some of the the sales tax revenue that makes the city run. Okay, won't see a '97 Accord or or a, or a 2001, you know, Sentra uh, uh, or something on. Yeah, there. I mean, it's, it's going to be a, it's the the <laughs> elevations that they showed, the site plan. It's really attractive, kind of a modern look and feel. And Good. and their other, you know, their, their the other dealership that I looked at had nice newer vehicles. Good. That's good. Things are happening. Uh, any more on the development there at, uh, at Milepost 13, Exit 13, uh, that that you can tell us? Yeah. So um, with the uh, with the Auto Mall, mm-hmm. um, Merritt Road is making progress, and that's that's kind of the main road through the Auto Mall. And um, as soon as that road is finished, then a Hyundai is is the first one to go in. So, they, so we're talking right on the east side of the freeway, kind of behind Maverick and Black Bear, right? Exactly. Okay. Yes, exactly. And so Hyundai's committed. In fact, if you drive along I-15 or Buena Vista, that frontage road, you'll see the signs up on the on the billboard. But Hyundai's ready to go. And then, as I understand, just last week, um, four additional LOIs, letters of interest, uh, were given to the Siena Hills Auto Mall. But uh, as I understand, a lot of those dealerships, they want to see the road in. They yeah. want to see everything, you know, pad ready. And, and frankly, we want to see Hyundai going vertical. But we're hoping that once that happens, that that spurs additional, you know, additional dealerships there. As an old-time Washington, Washingtonian, uh, Chris, I, I, I think probably it blows your mind to think about what's going on on, on that uh, road, Washington Parkway. Yeah. I mean, it was just, you know, red dirt and tumbleweeds. Yeah. Yeah, mountain biking, and yes. well, before mountain biking was a thing, you had your bikes out there or your dirt bikes, and yep. uh, and uh, now look at it, it's crazy. Well, and another thing that's really exciting is right across the freeway on kind of that uh, northeast side, um, we're uh, putting a, a new grapevine trailhead. So, so we've worked. Oh. There's a really nice uh, design there with a parking lot and with some restroom facilities. Um, so that you can bring in, um, you know, whether, I mean, I drove by there the other day and, you know, you've got a lot of equestrian use. So people are pulling up with their horses. People want to mountain hmm. bike, hike, trail run like Brian's a so big runner is, in from there. The, from the roundabout, this is just north of that? Yeah, so north side of the freeway. Mm-hmm. And it's, it just, it's, it's, um, it's a $2 million capital investment into a really nice um, access into that whole network of trails up into the reserve. And so uh, we've kind of building that... Um, that uh, that trailhead around a uh, a power substation, but you know we have to get creative sometimes. Yeah. And and really, if you drive along that area, kind of that uh, north uh, that that Washington Parkway on the north side there, there are so many vehicles there nonstop just parked there. So we the the residents and visitors have shown us the need, and so we're going to respond. And in fact, it's paid for by a, a development that's going in, a Clyde development that's 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 on that north side development. So, okay. impact fee. Very cool. I, d- I did want to mention if you want to call and talk with Mayor Staley or with Brian uh, about Washington City, call six seven three five eight nine zero. If you want to text me, you can text me at four three five four six seven five eight four two. And we actually have a caller already. Great. Uh, Mayor, are you ready for this? Sure. Uh, Dale, are you there? Yes. 
Go ahead. Hey, I got a question about the Mavericks over there. I now, now, Dale, you're not coming in real clear. We can barely hear you. Something about the Maverick. Keep going. Can you get a little closer to your phone, maybe? Yeah, it's still pretty, still pretty tinny. We're, we can barely hear you. Can that help me? Does that help at all? That does help a lot. Yep. Okay. Anyway, the Maverick from Buena Vista. I know when you come up Rock 50, if you're going south. And you want to go over the rectal, over the next field. The exit, the left lane turn is exactly right across from uh, Green Springs. I mean, it's, you, don't, you don't have any room at all. If they get Question, Dell. Um, so that that's uh, that intersection of you know Telegraph, Buena Vista Boulevard, and, and Green Spring is yeah. it's it's been a, a failing intersection for some time. It's one of the reasons why uh, the, the Main Street interchange that project's kicking off in April. Um, that that's intended to relieve some of the pressure on those intersections. And I can tell you that that we are making some modifications on Green Spring. We're we're looking at that median. Uh, we're looking at uh, you know kind of those turning lanes and that that whole intersection there. But um, it, it, it's going to you know to meet the uh, the our access management plan. And um, yeah, so I think we're going to be okay. But that is a tough intersection, and 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 we anticipate Buena Vista Boulevard to to be used more and more, especially as the Main Street interchange comes on board. And to try to divert some of that traffic um, over to the, you know the Mall Drive underpass and over to this Main Street and then and then really all the way over to uh, you know to Exit Ten uh, that 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 frontage road uh, we want to see some alternate routes there. So Exit Eleven will will exit off to onto Buena Vista, correct? Yes, and and, and so. Because at that at that point the freeway is curved enough that Telegraph is actually a few blocks away from where the exit will be, so it won't be able to be pretty much right on Telegraph like like Exit Ten is right now. Yeah, I'm pretty close. Yeah, you're right. It's I think it's like four or five blocks north of Telegraph, and and so the way they're building the Main Street interchange or that Interchange Eleven, uh, it's going to tie into Main Street on the north and the south side, but it's going to be more onto Buena Vista than than the Telegraph. That should theoretically help uh, with some of the traffic there on on exit 10 and green spring drive uh but then again that's going to get a little bit worse first because you got maverick opening i guess soon probably i noticed they they've already got pumps in and everything so we're not that far away from from maverick opening and then there's going to be another shopping center and another yes. hotel there yeah, two two hotels two hotels wow and there's already one yeah uh, pretty close so it's really looking nice i mean it's it's um we're working on that traffic dell makes a great point we're we're aware of 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 you know that intersection and and we're working on it but there's there's a lot of moving parts yeah. 
We'll get there. Uh, yeah, but like I said, probably if you have to travel that way often, it's probably going to get a little bit worse before it starts to get a little bit better. Sure. It's, it's just the, the reality of things. Uh, I will say this about Maverick. You know, uh, I grew up in an era there were 7-Elevens and Circle Ks. Remember Circle mm-hmm. K? They, they were really popular, and, and they kind of came, and then they went. Uh, I think Maverick is doing a good job of making their their properties be uh, – it's not – it's not crammed in there. It's not that they, they, they actually make enough room for you to get in it. I, I, I went to the Maverick over here on Sunset the other day. The, the, the property there is huge. Yeah. I mean, you could do donuts in the parking lot and not hit anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't do that, by the way. Uh, but uh, so, uh, and I'm not sure about the one on right there on Greenspring and, and, uh, and uh, uh, what's that, Main Street? No, not Main Street yet. Greenspring and Buena Vista. Buena Vista. There we go. Uh, but it seems like it's going to be big enough to handle what's what's coming. Yeah, it really is. It's it's surprisingly attractive, and it's a nice little country store. And yeah, there's there's plenty of room on the on the footprint. And I don't blame Maverick for the fact that a candy bar costs two bucks now. It's not their fault. <laughs> I do. Uh, do you? Okay. <laughs> It's a lot of money now for a candy bar. All right, let's bring Brian Johnson in. By the way, again, if you want to call 673-5890, if you want to text 435-467-5842. Brian Johnson, Brian Brown, sorry, I don't know who Brian, oh, Brian Johnson was a football player back in the day. Brian Brown, though, is the finance director for Washington City. Brian, what is it you do on a daily basis? What, What is your job like? So my main functions that I deal with daily are the audit and the budget. So half the year we're dealing with audit, other half the year we're dealing with the budget. It sounds stressful, Brian. It can be. It can be, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Obviously, you want a frugal person to handle the budget and and then uh, be able to account for it all when the audit comes around. Uh, Now, who audits you? Is it the state of Utah that comes and audits? Well, so the state of Utah requires an annual audit, but it's done by an independent auditor. So we have to go out and um, do our uh, request uh, for proposal and select an auditor. How, how thorough are they when they come? Do, they, do you have to have a paper trail or an electronic trail anyway for everything? They're pretty thorough. Are they? they? Come in and know. <laughs> we they ask for invoices, whatever they ask for, we need to produce it for them. Yeah, name and five forms of ID for everything, I guess, huh? Yeah. So picture ID. Uh, all right. Uh, we've actually hired some auditors that were auditors, and they came to work for the city. So it's nice having them because they know. What? Know what to expect. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, Brian, uh, how long have you been the finance director for the city? It's been four. I've worked for the city for 13 years, but I've been the finance director for about three or four. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to tell us a little bit about uh, where you came from how you ended up here? So I grew up in the Logan area. Okay. Cold. I attended Utah State, and I met my wife there. So did I. Well, I didn't meet my wife there, but I went there as well. Yeah. And Good school. My wife is actually from this area. And when oh, I found okay. out there's a place that it never snows in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is it. Yeah. So, and I mountain biked. And so we moved to SU. I finished up with my master's. And when I was done with that, we moved to St. George. And this is where I call home now. How, how long have you been in town? Over 20 years. 20, 20 plus years. Yep. Very good. Awesome. We. Uh, Cress has been here 40-something years. Yeah, my whole life. <laughs> I've been here almost 30 now. I think it has been 30 now for me. So it, it's one of those places uh, you move here uh, or you live here, and you don't really ever want to leave once you're here. You know, it's, it's a kind of place that we, that we live in. Uh, you, wife and kids then? 
I have four kids. Four kids. And one of them plays... I grew up playing Ultimate Frisbee. She played Ultimate Frisbee for Utah Wild last year, a professional really? team in Salt Lake. No kidding. So, Does that mean you have speed? Are you a fast guy? I like to run. <laughs> That's awesome. But they're, they're, My daughters are the one that got me. I was always mountain biker, but they're the ones that got me into running. So, Very cool. Now, you had to give a report last night at the council meeting? So every quarter we present to the council a, quarterly, a, f- a financial quarterly update. Mm-hmm. The state likes us to keep the council and mayor in, uh, um, informed on where the fines are, if we see any key issues or how we're doing. So we just we did our second quarter um, report last night. Wait, I, obviously we don't have time for the entire report, but can you give us some, maybe a summary of, of the, the fiscal health of Washington City? We're right on target for this year's budget and all our funds. So our revenues are coming in. Right where they should be, our expenses are where they should be. We 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 talked about this, Chris. The the fact that uh, it cities have to actually keep their budgets, unlike the federal <laughs> government, or that doesn't really matter what the budget is. They're going to spend what they're going to spend. But uh, you have to kind of keep an eye on that, Brian. If we go over, we'll get an audit finding. So if you go over on your budget, and then they fire the mayor. No, not really. <laughs> no, they, who knows? They run out of town on a rail. No, Let's not get there. <laughs> That's you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's my responsibility to make sure we're under budget. Has uh, Have you had issues in the past where you've had to be really careful or you've had to go and warn you know, the city manager or the mayor and say, look, we're, we're not going to make it if we don't make some changes? Well, and the past four years, uh, we've had pretty good revenue, sales tax revenue and property tax. So it's been the last four years have been pretty good. So now if we hit a recession, that could be different. Uh, let's see. Uh, can you ask the mayor when, uh, this is a text I just got, uh, when uh, they are going to start on the wheels park. We are in desperate need of more parks in the fields. Mayor, any thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, I love that question. And uh, absolutely right. We we are in desperate need. There's been a disproportionate lack of, of parks in the fields. And so the Washington Wheels Park or the WW Park um, is regional. So it's almost 15 acres. And we, um, we, we, I estimate my last estimate I talked to Barry, our, our leisure service director, is that we will have a groundbreaking on that possibly during cotton days, the end of April. If not into May, we'll have that groundbreaking. And then we've got uh, the, the, the plans are done. We've, we've interacted a lot with, with the locals and especially those that have an interest in, you know, in the, uh, you know, skateboarding and, you know, mountain biking and those other types of uses that will be there and we anticipate that that regional park will be done by the end of 2024 and that timing works out really nicely because if you look on george washington boulevard as it extends east to the to the parkway uh, that that extension of road is currently under construction should be done by the end of the year and if things go well we'll also have an interchange onto the parkway by the end of 2024. So things will line up nicely as the access and the park are kind of under construction at the same time. And then, and then should be done by the end of, by 2025 for sure. By the way, again, I want to apologize, Brian, for calling me Brian Johnson. Uh, Somebody texted me and said, Brian Johnson is a lead singer for ACDC. I thought it was a former quarterback for the U. 
He, he well, yeah, yeah, running running back or anyway, yeah. I, there have been some athletes named Brian Johnson, but also the lead singer for ACDs. I was a DJ at a rock station for for four. Remember Z one hundred and four and Logan? I, maybe it was after your time, but oh yeah, yeah I, I, I was a DJ. I was a DJ at Z one hundred and four for of almost five years. So I have uh, sometimes to get rock on the brain, I guess. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you for uh, yeah, thank you for reminding me who Brian Johnson is. It's actually a relatively common name, so. But we have Brian Brown here, not Brian Johnson. Thank you, Brian, for for uh, coming in today. Uh, which high school did you go to up there? Was it Skyview? Mountain Crest. Oh, you went to Mountain Crest. Okay. Oh, yeah, the Mountain Crest Mustangs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was trying to think. Well, Skyview just won a state championship in basketball, and I think they wanted football too, didn't they? This, I, this, yeah. I so. don't. I don't. Fall, I don't follow don't much follow up there that. anymore. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I had uh, I, I was actually up in Logan a couple of weeks ago for the state basketball tournament, and uh, I actually was amazed at how much it's grown. Obviously, in the last thirty years since I lived there, uh, but uh, folks from St. George are unhappy because the Logan has a uh, what the Hobby Lobby, Logan has a Winco. And Logan has a Sam's Club. St. George doesn't have any of those three. And I was about to be indignant, and then I realized Logan does not have a target. So there's that, I guess. <laughs> well, we, we appreciate what St. George does and doesn't have, but we're really looking to attract those businesses to Washington. There you go. We, there you go. You know, like I've told you before, Andy, we, we love our neighbors in St. George, but we <laughs> kind of make the comparison. If St. George is Phoenix, Washington is Scottsdale. Okay. We're kind of the up and coming, and, and we anticipate a lot of exciting things to happen along Buena Vista, Exit 13, and other places. So we, we're working hard to try to get some of those uh, some of those brands. Maybe on Exit 13, right? We would love that. We'll we would see. love that. Okay. Let's, set, let's take a break. More with Mayor Chris Staley and also Washington City Finance Director Brian Brown right after uh, this timeout. Compelling guests, hot topics, the latest news, always on the Andy Griffin Show. Is there a juicy part in it for me? Right here on News Radio 890, 92.5, KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. Welcome back. I'm Andy. This is the Andy Griffin Show on KDXU, Mayor Thursday with Mayor Chris Staley and his uh, finance director of the city, Brian Brown. Brian, again, thanks for coming. We were doing some investigating on Brian Johnson. Uh, Brian Johnson did play quarterback. You were right for the U of U and is now what? The D, the O coordinator for the Eagles? That's what that's what Google tells us. That's that's a pretty big deal. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I think he's brand new at it. Right. We we decided he was an O coordinator when they went to the Super Bowl uh, two months ago or a month and a half ago. Yep. Uh, but uh, he is now. And I do remember seeing on the news that they had fired their O coordinator. Uh, I guess Brian's the guy now. Yeah. Jalen, yeah. he's, co- he's, he's great ties to coaching Jalen Hurts and those guys trying to get him to get some <laughs> offense going. You know, he was a great player in his in his time at the U. It was fun yeah. to watch. So, uh, but uh, we have Brian Brown, not Brian Johnson, by the way. Brian, again, thanks next, for coming. Next level, Brian Brown. <laughs> what kind of, I call him downtown. But anybody call you downtown, Brian Brown? I, I yeah. get that all the time. I had a, a missionary companion on my uh, on my mission named Fred Brown, and uh, Fred Brown was a high jumper, a college high jumper for the University of Utah, and he tried to teach us all how to jump correctly. Uh, we called him, of course, downtown Freddie Brown. He couldn't shoot the basketball, but he, he could dunk. 
So uh, anyway, again, thanks for being here on Mayor Thursday. If you have a question about Washington City, now is the time to pose that question. It's 673-5890 is our uh, our uh, studio line. And if you want to text me, some people are shy and don't want to maybe uh, talk on the air, you can text me at 435 467 Five eight four two. Uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, exit ten, the traffic jam that is there, and uh, it used to be, you know, the Boulevard exit at exit eight was the worst kind of exit in Southern Utah, but exit ten kind of now has that crown. It's 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 pretty it's pretty brutal. Uh, you can get stuck in there and sit through two or three lights occasionally. Uh, Mayor, what are some of the things that, I mean that that, that can mitigate that? Obviously. Milepost exit, exit 11, Main Street exit is yeah. going to be a big one. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, so another thing that our traffic engineers and, and staff have been working on is um, one way to you know, move traffic and, and convey them without getting you know, the, the stacking and the, the backing up onto, onto roads is um, by controlling the ingress-egress. And so uh, there's a median project that, that we're working on to where um, – it, it it limits the entrances into you know certain commercial developments, and then it, it controls the, um, the the turning direction. So you may have a, a ride in, a ride out in certain areas, and so along kind of that section of Telegraph there, you're you're going to see some medians and just kind of maybe some a little bit adjusted entrances. Um, I'm not sure the time frame on that. That's just been some internal uh, discussion that's been having. So I think that'll help, and then. Um, you know, from a broader perspective, we're we're starting to see more um, more lateral connections across our cities. So even, I mean, we talk about the George Washington Boulevard in the fields. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's an 85-foot minor arterial road that, that takes you across the county. So a lot of times if, if residents need to visit friends in, in neighboring cities or services, then they can avoid, you know, kind of that northern part of the city and, and, and stay on the southern side, and it's going to be more efficient. Um and it's and it's fun working in this community. I, I have I have the privilege of sitting on the on the board for the MPO, and I'm there with the other mayors and representatives from the county and and other government entities. But but collectively, we're really working hard to to put the the, the funding from the, you know the federal sources and state sources. You know, we're thinking regionally and then acting locally. I mean, one of the one of the biggest projects, like I mentioned, was this. Um, was this uh, interchange from George Washington Boulevard onto SR7. But do you have time for just a quick uh, Absolutely. little interesting story on that? So we, the, the MPO um, allocated um, just roughly um, r- close to $8 million for that project, which w- the estimate to build was, was right around $8 million in October of 2020. Washington City's contribution was 500000 Fast forward to today where we're ready to send that out to bid, Engineers' estimate is that that's now a fifteen point five million dollar project. Wow! You're talking, you know, supply chain issues, labor, uh, inflation, inflation all, all of those yeah. things. <laughs> so, you know, we've we've committed to make this project, right? We want to connect that road off the parkway. It comes right across, you know, r- you know, curves up around the new Red Cliffs Temple, and and then and then St. George has committed to, you know, pushing that through and tying into Dixie Drive at the Dixie Center. So this is a big connection. So. So what was a $500,000 contribution, uh, we felt like we could stretch, and we increased our commitment to $5 million, but we were still $2.5 million short. Mm. 
So, you know, we, I looked in all of our ashtrays in our city vehicles. <laughs> I looked under the couches. And the couch cushions, yeah. There was no money left. <laughs> So, uh, so did you they, call? Did you call Brian and say, Brian, we need some more money? I said, Brian, you're like the master with coupons. I mean, come <laughs> on. <laughs> I said, he said, Mayor, I don't have one for this. So they uh, they sent me up to the legislature, and I couldn't have been um, more happy with the way I was received with our with our new state representatives and with Senator Vickers. That um, they um, they got me in front of the Appropriations Committee, and we asked for that two point five million dollar difference, and of 103 asks uh, with, you know, Representative Ellison, with Representative Jack's help, who both sit on that Appropriations Committee. Our $2.5 million ask was ranked number four of 103 asks. That's pretty good. And and when the, when the legislative session closed last week, uh, they uh, they funded that that missing piece, so we're able to move forward with that with that interchange. But awesome. um, these are the challenges. But it's really appreciated that support from the from the state level there. A couple of questions uh, from texts. Uh, Sandia Road. Somebody wants to know if anything's being done about Sandia Road. I assume they're talking about congestion and uh, what are the improvements planned for Sandia? Yeah. So. Um, on, uh, and I think Sandia is, I'm remembering right, uh, 2000 South, I think, turns into Sandia. Yeah. So as 2000 uh, connects there to uh, Washington Fields Road on the corner, uh, I think they call it Heritage Corner now. It's a, a little um, a little shopping area. It's going to have a convenience store with, with a fueling service and a little bit of retail. And so that's the project that's going on right now with um, kind of widening for 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 turning lanes into that. And then there's a Sullivan Homes project that's, that's moving forward. We, we missed that green field from, from, uh, from the Nisons that was there for years, but now it's, now it's turning into homes and a a little shopping area. And, you know, that wasn't, that's an interesting thing. We haven't, you know, my wife will be the first to to say that she, she, we all lament that we see these green fields, you know, turning into subdivisions and it's really hard for all of us. And, you know, I don't own the property, so I, I can't really tell them what to do. But right. but as they come forward, it, it, it hurts. And, and this is really going to be the, kind of the first, among the first commercial development south of the Virgin River. It's always just been this great residential neighborhood. Yeah, bedroom town, yeah. But the, but the time is just there. But, you know, we worked really hard with, with, the, with the developer. We were really, um, we listened and, and were super empathetic to the neighbors there. But as we worked with this this uh, little project, we we worked hard to improve the site plan and the aesthetics. So I think when when you see the finished product there, the the access into that is is is, is going to be as good as we could have gotten it. And then really the curb appeal and just kind of the look and feel of a little commercial spot in the fields, um, it's going to be very attractive and and much better than it would have been had had uh, the had the council and the staff. Um, you know, not cared so much to really try to get it right. Another text, anything in the works for a grocery store in Washington? What are the plans for attracting or pulling big store chains to come into Washington rather than St. George? They make a good point. Yeah. You talked about we, we want yeah. them there. Are you doing something about it? So um, a couple of areas that come to mind is, and I'll talk about what the city can kind of control, and then I'll talk about some things that are a little less out of our control. But with this Main Street Interchange project, um, coming on to exit 11, the city owns about 10 acres of property on Buena Vista and Maine. 
So okay. we are just kind of fitting, putting the finishing touches on a request for a proposal. And part of that proposal, we want a restaurant. We want, uh, we want a grocery store. We want some restaurants and some other entertainment-type services there. So that'll be, um, that'll be important to us. And we can c- kind of control that because we own that property. Hmm. When you're talking with Exit 13, some things are, you know, one level removed and some are a couple level removed from us. So, Which so means you can't do much So there's, them. you know, the, the Dean, Dean Terry's, you know, has, has built a, a beautiful hotel there and has attracted some, some restaurants. You know, Sitla worked with us for, um, you know, for the, the Automall, the Black Bear Diner. But on, on kind of that east side, uh, the, the Grapevine area, um, you know, that's been – Sitla has contracted with a contractor about six years ago. And, and it's just sat there during, you know, kind of a booming time. And so there's no doubt that, you know, we feel like as many rooftops as we've approved in that area that has been Sitla land, that, that really um, we would expect for there to be some, uh, some, some sales tax revenue. And so we're hopeful that the – the, the developer who has that contract with Sitla will get moving on it. It, it sat there long. Now, there is one acre that, that you, you, that's going vertical. I believe it's at Chipotle. But I think there's a 10-acre parcel that, that, um, that uh, needs to move forward so that additional development on this highly attractive area can go. And so, you know, we're, we're kind of at their mercy, but we're saying – Please move forward. I mean, I've written, I, yeah. I, I signed a letter to, from the city want, I'm asking Winco to come, but I can't control what the costs are on property that we don't own. Right. Uh, the person that asked about Sandia Road, uh, another text said, Sandia Road can't handle the additional traffic and desperately needs to be replaced. It's literally falling apart. Check it out, please. So. Yeah, th- thank you. And I, whoever that is, I'd, I'd be happy to talk to them personally, and I'd also be uh, just let them know that, I, I will uh, look at that and talk to um, our streets guys. Okay, got to get another commercial break in. When we come back, we're going to talk about the problem in Washington City. And, and there are a few, but this one is one that's starting to get worse and worse and worse. It's located right downtown. Uh, it has a parking lot that's not big enough. It's causing traffic jams, and it's owned by the federal government. No. Uh, so uh, we'll talk about that. We actually got a couple of texts already on that. So we'll talk with Mayor and with Brian about the post office when we come back. For Mayor Staley, I promised I was going to get him to talk about the post office. And unfortunately, and by the way, welcome to Andy Griffin Show uh, with uh, Brian Brown, Finance Director for Washington City and uh, Mayor Crest Staley on Mayor Thursday, the post office in Washington City. I'm just going to flat out say it. It is woefully inadequate for the needs of Washington City. Uh, and the federal government, from what I'm hearing, said too bad. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, over the last 30 years, Washington City has grown tremendously. Yeah. And the post office has not grown with it. Right. So what we have is In fact, a mess. they've kind of shrunk a little bit because they cut off some of their parking lot and, yeah. Well, what they started doing is they do all of their sorting, right? And so, mm. so even, even the site and the access to it, they've, they've blocked most of that off so that they can, you know, receive, you know, truckloads of packages and mail wow. and then sort it. And then even just the, um, the employees and the contract carriers – Fill the entire parking lot, so there's no place for you know residents and 
So if I'm park. an actual customer and I want to go to the post office, too bad. You, you're going to have to park across the street or somewhere where there's not even legal parking technically. Yeah. I mean, so so frankly, when we acquired, you know, Quentin's Corner, that the old hardware store and, and home, we acquired that and, and we've blocked it off from parking. Um but uh, let me put some perspective into it. So, okay. so our particular post office is actually not owned by the federal government. It's it's owned by a landlord who leases to it. And I want to say I have to look at the map, but I would just guess it's somewhere around a half an acre parcel. Yeah. But if you go into the post office in St. George, either on you know Riverside Drive or or downtown, you're looking at probably two and a half acre parcels minimum. I know Mesquite is close to three acres, so they have adequate. Uh, size for the operations um well and 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 let me add that if you approve the a store to be built one of the things that comes in with that approval they have to show they have enough parking for their needs any store any privately owned anything they got to have adequate parking for their needs and yet yeah post office doesn't and 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 now the post office does have some unique rules and protections mm-hmm. but when they opened the post office in washington they actually applied for a conditional use permit that said here's our parking here's our access here's our drive through and it's not only is it just an inconvenience it's become a real safety issue sure so you know we're working really hard on this congressman stewart's office is kind of our point we've got senator lee to write a letter i've reached out to senator romney's office two days ago but frankly our city manager went and met with the postmaster at our local post office just yes day before yesterday and they said look um we've in theory agreed to move but there's there's you know if, if he said well who's your higher up we want he said if you want to do anything else you need to talk to our attorneys so they're being uh. a little bit um so so we're looking at a couple of different options one of the options that we've even entertained is well well maybe as a city we we need to to purchase the post office from the landlord and then, and then hold on to it until the lease expires. And then really, rather than being adversarial, what I would like to do is, is find a reasonable solution where we can say, okay, post office, you, you, in, you're telling us that you have a, approval to move. Let us help you find a better location. And in the meantime, let us help with some of the solutions. Maybe we can find a place for your employees to park on some, you know, near City Hall or something. But let's make a plan for you to transition within the next reasonable amount of time to move to a, a suitable site that's going to be, you know, look. And then, and then the other thing that does is it is it opens up for, for, um, for the improvements that we want to do with, you know, recreating our downtown. So, it, right. you know, it, but right. it takes some time, and and so we're 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 just trying to determine the appropriate angle, but. Yeah, the grocery. You're hitting my Christmas wish list from my newsletter in December. Yes, post office, grocery store, and please just don't bring up the hospital today. We don't have time for the hospital no, right now. Is it Seward, Stewart, Stewart, something like that. Anyway, yeah, yeah HCA is it HCA is it's moving, but also slowly. Yeah, kind of more my running pace, not Brian's way, pace. Way He's a much slow. faster runner than I am. <laughs> Uh, well, okay, Brian. Uh, if if we we don't, we've been kind of ignoring him for the last little while, but Brian, we we want to hear from you. Uh, we only have a couple minutes left, five minutes left, but uh, wanted to talk about the you know St. George got in, in a little bit of trouble with the whole truth and taxation thing, where it seemed like, and I don't know if this is true or not, but the perception with the public was 
they funded parks and everything else first, and then they asked for more money for the police and fire. And a lot of people said, well, that's backwards. They should have funded police and fire first and then asked for more money for parks and trails and, and things like that. Uh, it is priorities, when you when you sit down with your finances, do you kind of create a priority list? These things have to be first followed by these things. Is that, is that how that works, or am I am I up in the night here? So the pro- with our projects, we like to have council input. They have a retreat to kind of give direction and say this is what we kind of want to see in that. And then our department heads for the different budgets, they work on their budgets, create them, and then the city manager and myself get a look at the review the budgets, see where everything's at. And so the departments are really creating the budgets and what they need, making the request, and then we, we try to make it all work. Okay, is there is there with Jeremy the the city manager yeah. and you is there an, an effort to say okay we've got these are the most critical things these have to make sure we have to have money for these first correct yeah we have our priorities and we say we have to have these first and then we move on from there and then the less priorities if we need to we cut how, how much of the budget in in Washington City goes for first responder type things fire police paramedics etc how 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 big a chunk of the pie does that get Uh, can can you uh, do you remember that off the top of your head um it's a it's a larger portion of the general fund budget okay it's probably just a little under probably about 40 percent Washington City, I think people forget this sometimes, is is pretty pretty darn big. It's bigger than quite a bit bigger than Hurricane. It's way bigger than Santa Clara and and Ivans. It's bigger than Enterprise. You could you could add those four communities up, and I think we would still exceed population. Still be bigger than all of them. Yeah, the only city it's not bigger than in Washington County is the one we're sitting in right now, Saint Saint George City. So, I think Brian, when you're talking about you know budget and finances. Uh, I think people forget sometimes Washington City is actually pretty big and it's growing like crazy. We've got about uh, two minutes, Mayor. Uh, is the growth going to slow down? I know there's concern for uh, with with water, uh, with uh, you know the new permits. Uh, there are developers that want to make Washington City bigger, 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 bigger. Uh, have you had to temper them? Have you had to kind of put your hand on and say, "Okay, slow down, fellas." So uh, the, the the free market. It is at work, and we saw in January we dropped to, I think, about 24 permits, which was the low in some time. But our February permits, as I recall, kind of bounced back up to 72. Wow. So I think in Brian's report last night, he said we're um, you know, halfway through the fiscal year. We're about 27% down year over year on permits. Which we're fine, you know. We, you know, it's it's a lot. It puts a lot of pressure on a city to you know build the infrastructure to keep up with with the growth, and so it allows us to you know catch up on some things and 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 just and take a little breather. We we I, I've said from day one that we are we are not uh, chasing growth, and by that I mean we're not chasing residential growth. I am totally content to see green fields and quaint communities, and yeah. and if you are going to come in, we're going to have some some conversations about how, how you're going to contribute to the city. But on the other side, we, we, we are missing some of those community, um, you know, like pillars. You know, we, we need a grocery store. We need, we need, we need a hospital. We and, need a better post way, office. Lynn's and Smith's are both technically in St. George, correct? Yeah, just on our border. And St. Yeah. George has done a great job master planning. But, but, you know, we got maybe a little bit of a late start in our growth cycle. But we're growing up and we're learning a lot, and our master planning is coming along really nicely to where 
we're starting to put some uh, commercial growth and amenities where they need to be. All right. He's uh, Chris Staley, mayor of Washington City, 30, what, 34,000, something like that yeah. right now? Yeah. And and growing like crazy. He's uh, Brian Brown. Brian, thanks for coming in today. So it's, uh, it's been a pleasure having you, and I'm glad you have given up your Logan roots to for the, <laughs> the, the brighter climes of, uh, of Washington County. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, Mayor, you're welcome. Uh, need to talk to you about scheduling before you leave today. So let's talk about that in just a minute. We yes. are out of time, though, on the Andy Griffin Show. Thank you for listening today. Be back tomorrow with Open Lines. Hope to hear from you then.